Safety First. Perioperative Fire Prevention and Mitigation by Joyce Stengel. A surgical fire is a rare sentinel event that can have devastating consequences for patients. Although patients undergo life-saving procedures in the OR, and personnel implement safety precautions and initiatives to protect patients, the risk of fire is inherent to the perioperative environment. In 2018, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA, issued an alert that included recommended practices for fire safety in the OR, in addition to reminding staff members about fire risk factors that can be present during surgery. The FDA recommended that perioperative team members 1. Inspect and use safe medical equipment. 2. Complete a fire risk assessment during the timeout. 3. Communicate effectively with personnel from all disciplines during procedures. 4. Use a closed oxygen delivery system if possible. And 5. Provide ongoing fire safety education. Although healthcare personnel adhere to recommended practices, surgical fires continue to be a safety concern. In 2018, ECRI, an independent research organization, estimated that 90 to 100 surgical fires occur in the United States each year. Surgical fires can cause preventable patient harm, for example, minor or major burns, infection, disfigurement, extended hospital stays, psychological trauma, and pose unnecessary risks, for example, delayed procedures, financial liability, psychological trauma, to healthcare facility personnel. Several governmental agencies, for example, the Joint Commission, FDA, and professional organizations, for example, American Society of Anesthesiologists, Anesthesia Patient Safety Foundation, AORN, Society of American Gastrointestinal and Endoscopic Surgeons, National Fire Protection Association, provide information, recommendations, and resources on preventing surgical fires. In addition, the Joint Commission provides criteria for facility leaders to address and maintain accreditation. All members of the surgical team, for example, nurses, surgical technologists, anesthesia professionals, surgeons, should have knowledge of the components of a fire, fire prevention protocols, and fire risk assessments, and also understand the need for effective communication on fire safety. Causes of Surgical Fires The OR is an oxygen-rich environment that houses flammable items, and personnel use a variety of energy-generating devices, for example, monopolar and bipolar electrosurgical devices, lasers, during procedures. Because all elements of the fire triangle, that is, oxidizer-fuel ignition source, are present in perioperative settings, personnel working in this environment should understand fire prevention strategies. The most common source of ignition is the monopolar electrosurgical device surgeons use to create thermal energy to cut tissue and control bleeding during surgery. The heating of the device or designated tissue can be the source of a surgical fire. Ignition sources also include lasers, argon-enhanced coagulators, which use argon gas to distribute electrical energy, 
ultrasonic energy devices, and fiber-optic light cords. Nurses should be aware that lasers are the second most common ignition source, which is an important consideration when surgeons use the device near an oxygen-enhanced surgical site, for example, head. Surgical lasers also can ignite a fire if the laser beam contacts a fuel source or if a laser fiber is cracked or frayed, resulting in escaped energy near combustible sources. Fiber-optic light cords used during endoscopic procedures distribute heat through the cable and optic apparatus, which can directly burn a patient or create a burn through the surgical drapes. Additional ignition sources include high-speed drills and burrs that emit heat when activated. Perioperative personnel use a variety of fuel sources during procedures, such as alcohol-based skin antiseptics, surgical drapes, towels, sponges, and endotracheal tubes. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention provides a Category IA recommendation, that is, strong recommendation based on high-quality evidence, for use of alcohol-based preoperative skin antiseptics to decrease microbial counts effectively. However, Alcohol-based products can contain up to 70% alcohol and therefore pose a fire risk. Additional fuels, for example, sponges, towels, foam padding, surgical drapes, burn easily after ignition, especially when they are dry. Oxidizers, such as oxygen and nitrous oxide, are extremely flammable. When oxidizer levels increase, the required temperature for fuels to ignite can decrease. When perioperative personnel use open oxygen delivery systems, for example, nasal cannula, mask, oxygen concentrations increase, resulting in an enhanced risk for fire development, especially during procedures involving surgical sites above the patient xiphoid process. Strategies to Consider Perioperative team members should understand factors affecting the development of surgical fires and how to mitigate them. Surgical fires can be preventable. When they do occur, perioperative team members should react quickly to implement strategies. For example, report and smother the fire. That protect the patient and staff members from injury. An interdisciplinary team comprising key stakeholders should develop a fire prevention and management plan for staff members that can include a variety of tools, such as fire algorithms, fire crisis checklists, and structured communication procedures. Perioperative leaders and educators should provide ongoing interdisciplinary education sessions on fire safety and ensure all team members participate. A fire safety algorithm may contain information on the types of fire, for example, on or in the patient equipment and should provide guidance for standardizing each team member's role and response during an OR fire, depending on its location. Although an algorithm is a tool that team members can use to make decisions, it also can provide specific actionable steps, such as designating the RN circulator to be responsible for announcing fire and activating the internal OR emergency response for all surgical fires. Facility leaders may designate a standardized response team to support perioperative emergencies and to provide additional resources to coordinate patient care. Team members may use an algorithm to remind them of the decision-making steps for each fire scenario. 
perioperative leaders and educators should provide education sessions related to the standardized response and algorithm for all team members. For example, nursing personnel, surgeons, anesthesia professionals. And post the FIRE algorithm in every OR for quick reference. Figure 1 is an example of a FIRE response algorithm. Interdisciplinary team members also may develop a crisis checklist specific for fire response to assist the staff members with providing emergent care without forgetting critical steps because of stress or distractions. Fire safety checklists may be as specific as addressing a fire in the patient's airway or generalized to include possible OR fire scenarios that can occur on the patient or equipment. Checklists differ from algorithms in that checklists have sequential steps for staff members to complete rather than providing multiple options or a decision tree with associated actions. Perioperative personnel should know where the checklist is located and how to perform the specified steps. Perioperative leaders may consider collaborating with information technology department personnel to create an icon on the computer desktop in every OR for ease of checklist access. Figure 2 is an example of a crisis checklist for a fire. Communication among team members is critical to ensure staff members are aware of preventable risks for surgical fire development and steps to complete when fires occur. In 2014, AORN issued recommendations to improve knowledge of fire safety and mitigate risks associated with surgical fires, which included improving communication through the use of a fire risk assessment tool. The AORN Fire Safety Toolkit contains a risk assessment tool and protocol for staff members to use after transporting the patient to the OR. For example, as part of the Universal Protocol for Preventing Wrong Site, Wrong Procedure, Wrong Person Surgery Discussion. Interdisciplinary Dialogue should focus on factors that may increase the risk of fire, such as performing procedures above the xiphoid process and using alcohol-based skin antiseptics, oxygen or nitrous oxide, electrosurgical devices, lasers, fiber-optic light cords, defibrillators, spurs, saws, or drills. When completing a risk assessment tool, personnel assign a fire risk score based on the applicable factors. It may be helpful for leaders to create a list of fire risk reduction strategies for staff members to review, such as 1. Using a holster to protect ignition sources when not in use. 2. Inspecting all electrical equipment before use to ensure cords are not frayed. 3. Performing preoperative patient skin antisepsis in a manner that prevents pooling and soaking of adjacent materials for example, sheets, with alcohol-based solutions. 4. Removing wet drip towels before draping. And 5. Allowing flammable skin antiseptics to dry. Given the catastrophic effects of a surgical fire on both the patient and healthcare personnel, perioperative leaders should make the fire risk assessment and reduction strategies meaningful to staff members. Although checklists serve as reminders, they may not guarantee that staff members engage in effective dialogue. One method to address lack of engagement and encourage participation 
involves including a confirmation statement as part of the final timeout documentation to verify that the perioperative team members identified, reviewed, and discussed buyer risks and response strategies before incision. During National Fire Prevention Month in October 2020, the perioperative quality, safety, and education team at the Hospital of the University of Pennsylvania performed a road show on fire safety and prevention. The team members traveled throughout the perioperative suite with a Fired Up for Fire Safety poster, see Figure 3, to support awareness of the revisions to the crisis checklists, the fire algorithms, and the fire risk assessment and response strategies. To foster engagement, the team members reviewed fire prevention topics with their colleagues, used scenarios with questions on how to respond if a fire occurred during a procedure, and reviewed the fire triangle, including questions on how each element of the triangle contributes to fire development. In addition, the team encouraged nurses, surgeons, and anesthesia professionals to share their own experiences with sparks or flames. As a result, there were robust discussions with positive feedback. Takeaways for perioperative nurses Surgical fires can occur at any time during a procedure if all three components of the fire triangle are present. Perioperative nurses should therefore be aware of fire risks as well as strategies to prevent fire. For example, study results show that fires can result from placing fiber optic light cords that are connected to an active light source on a drape in the presence of oxygen. Therefore, scrub team members should avoid placing the cord on the drape or request that the RN circulator turn the light source to standby when the cord is not in use. When using high-speed drills, the scrub person should use irrigation to mitigate heat discharge. To prevent fires resulting from the use of alcohol-based skin antiseptics, perioperative team members should adhere to the manufacturer's instructions for use. This can involve waiting a specified amount of time for the solution to dry and using towels to eliminate solution pooling. Scrub team members should use moist sponges or towels to protect exposed tissue near the surgical site during laser surgery. The use of moist fuels is critical during high-risk procedures in which the ignition source is in close proximity to the oxidizer. For example, procedures involving the head and neck. If possible, anesthesia professionals should use a closed oxygen delivery system. However, such systems may not be an option when performing procedures on the head and neck. AORN recommends that the anesthesia professional, quote, stop or reduce the delivery of supplemental oxygen to the minimum required to avoid hypoxia, end quote. The Anesthesia Patient Safety Foundation recommends using sedation with room air if the patient does not require supplemental oxygen and using a closed oxygen delivery system if a patient's oxygen concentration requirements exceed 30%. Perioperative nurses, surgeons, and anesthesia professionals each influence a specific element of the fire triangle and have different responsibilities during a surgical fire depending on the location. For example, airway, equipment, on a patient. Perioperative nurses should have knowledge of all elements of the fire triangle and ways to prevent surgical fires. As patient safety advocates, 
Perioperative nurses should function as fire marshals to communicate fire risks and provide strategies to mitigate those risks. Takeaways for leaders and educators. Perioperative leaders and educators are responsible for providing staff members with fire prevention information and fostering an awareness of standardized processes to prevent surgical fires. When developing topic related education activities, perioperative leaders and educators should consider the roles of the audience members. It may be helpful to use open ended questions to solicit feedback from team members in each discipline. Example questions that should have role dependent answers include the following What would you do if you saw a flame on the electrosurgical device tip? What are some fire risk strategies you frequently use and why? How would you call for help if a fire occurred during a procedure? And what is your role during an airway fire? Standardizing the fire response for each team member role. Is critical to ensure a fire is extinguished immediately, thereby preventing spread and potential patient harm. A knowledge deficit or lack of standardized procedures may exacerbate the negative effects of a surgical fire and lead to catastrophic patient injuries. Perioperative leaders should support a safety culture and empower interdisciplinary team members to address unsafe situations proactively. For example, By encouraging staff members to conduct fire risk assessments and allow skin antiseptics to dry thoroughly, even when the surgeon wants to skip steps to expedite a procedure. Effective teamwork is a critical component of surgical fire prevention and management. Therefore, leaders and educators should participate on interdisciplinary teams to develop standardized fire prevention and management processes and share information with all team members. The leaders and educators also should support effective communication, especially concerning the potential for surgical fires.